Hey, podcast listeners. This is Marcy Stonikas. I am back at Seattle Opera for this year's production of The Turn of the Screw, and I play Miss Jessel. And this is Ben Bliss singing the role of Peter Quint. So, Ben, do you think it's fun to play a ghost in an opera? I like it a lot. (laughs) You just get to be, like, kind of weird and, like, disembodied and, like, creepy and, like, in this case, kind of like sensual it's it's Whoa. very it's very strange it's very like out of the box for me because i feel like usually it's about trying to take an art form that can be kind of not so tied to reality mm-hmm. you know and trying to sort of make sense out of that and tell a story that people can actually relate that you know t- the convey the character in a way that is relatable you know mm. and, and try and make big super dramatic opera conflict seem like something a normal person is going through as opposed to this where it's this like disembodied ghost creep yeah he's just like doing all this weird stuff it's kind of fun being super creepy Creepy. it is pretty fun yeah i like it yeah i think it's been an exploration in i call myself a suicide soprano (laughs) so being a ghost has like taken it to the next level because actually post suicide yeah because soprano. because the idea is that Miss Jessel committed suicide like she she put herself in the lake because of this guy's character over here Ben Bliss his Peter Quint Sorry. he's so creepy Sorry. and horrible that he did naughty things and and then I was the one to feel shame. Isn't that appropriate? Look, Hashtag you just, me too. You just, you just read into it. You didn't realize it was just a casual thing between us. It's just typical. Well, you know, so. I could say the same thing. Jeez. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> creepy. This is this like sort of us talking in character. We're not terrible people. No, right? it's true. I don't yeah. know. Are you a terrible person? I mean, I try not to be, but me too. Um, me too. I don't think you are. I mean, in in any of the interactions that we've had, I thought you were actually surprisingly nice, especially considering (laughs) you're a tenor. (laughs) Well, I like to keep breaking the mold, you know. (laughs) I can be a jerk if it makes you feel more comfortable. Oh, that would be great. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) There are other lovely individuals, such as Elizabeth Caballero, who is the absolutely just effervescent governess. Hi, this is Liz Caballero. I am the governess in the Turn of the Screw. And uh, the last time I was here, about four years ago in 2014, I was on this same, on this very same set that we are using for the Turn of the Screw. But I know it's a very different story from Don Giovanni. This is the first time I'm singing Britain. The thing about Britain and the turn of the screw and Britain's writing is that he writes you in this box, in this like crazy Pandora's box that he creates, where he puts emphasis on every single syllable where he wants to stress on the word. Completely micromanage. And as a Cuban crazy woman that I am, it's hard to micromanage me. So I'm stuck in this like British box that's driving me insane. So there's not a lot of a whole lot of acting going on. I I sing butterfly too, which is another role that it's nonstop on stage. And honest to God, it is an easier sing than the governess. 
my husband was here for the Zitzproba uh, yesterday, and what's what he found so impressive, there's only 13 musicians in the orchestra. And I said to him, isn't that amazing the amount of sound that you get in this orchestration from 13 players? And he's like, yeah, it really is. And he's like a Wagner, loves Wagner, and his favorite opera is Wozzeck and stuff like that. So this was his first time really listening to Britain because he was not a big Britain fan. Uh, and um, now he's like, uh, he's, I think he's going to explore him a little bit more after this. I don't know if I will ever crack the code, <laughs> but I will find it rewarding at the very end of the night. Just because of the, the being an act, the actor that I like to be and, and get involved in the characters. But I'm really thankful for the opportunity that Seattle Opera has given me and the that they've trusted me to bring the governess to life for them. And I couldn't be happier to be here. And we have Maria Zifchek playing yes. the role of Mrs. Gross. Mrs. Gross. Hi, this is Jonathan Dean. We're here with Maria Zifchak, one of my all-time favorite singers. And wow, hi, thanks. <laughs> Maria, you first sang in Seattle, geez, it was 2006. 2006, it was the last time you were here. I came back 10 years later, and there are so many more people, there are so many more buildings. Do you live in New York? I live in New York, yes, so what is, so in the Bronx. We, have a, we steal you for this fall, and then are you going to go back? Yes, I start Traviata actually the very next day. Anina. What other roles do you have lined up this year? Yeah, just a couple at the Met. Um, I'll be in Flute and Traviata. I'm doing a role in Handmaid's Tale in Boston. Yeah, oh, how that's cool. That's new. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a, that'll be a completely new experience. Sure. Hmm. Do you like singing in English? Yes. Singing up. This is the first time we've heard you sing. Yes, I prefer it, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I barely know never, English. Uh, so <laughs> it's yeah. I also got to hear you sing Wagner a few years back in Cincinnati. Wasn't oh, it? Yeah, you did the, the Magdalena. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you consider yourself a dramatic mezzo, but you can get right through that big Wagner thing. If you're in a good hall and your voice cuts, I'm lucky that my voice cuts. Mm -hmm. So whether the size of the orchestra really doesn't matter, you could still hear me. You know what I mean? <laughs> whether it's a big orchestra mm. or a small orchestra. The last time we had you here was Count Ori, mm -hmm. and you were running the household. Well, you're doing the same thing Ragonde, here. Ragonde, yeah. <laughs> But a comedy, different kind of. I mean, you're still running oh, the household yeah. here, but it's a it's sort of a different. Yeah, this is completely different. different. Household. <laughs> Let's see. There's no ghosts in in Contori. Mrs. Groves is the realest character in this. She's just straightforward. I think she just is, lays it out, and that's you know, it is what it you is. See with what her. You see what you see is what you get. That's right. Yeah. That's so, right. do you think? I mean, the great question with Mrs. Mrs. Groves is when she says, "I did not like your ways." He was free with people. He took liberties. Yes. Like, is that, a, do we have to, like, translate from the British? Most of the text, it is up to the audience to decide what exactly we mean by every single thing <laughs> we say. And every single person's idea will be different. There are other lovely individuals. Uh, we've got Raffi Bellamy Place and Forrest Wu. They're both singing the role of Miles. They are the Mileses. They're the Milesies. Yes. So I'm Raffi and I'm playing Miles. I'm Forrest and I'm also playing Miles. My favorite part of the turn of the screw is Flora's aria in the lake. 
my favorite line from the turn of the screw is in scene nine the first scene of act two and it's when peter grint sings slick as a juggler's mate so i heard that you have a cd out what type of songs are in it well all kinds from composers i like like handle uh, they see these actually called refiner's fire that's by handle that's from the messiah what was it like working on aida it was really fun i got to be with a bunch of boys my age and i made a bunch of good friends it was just really fun to work together and put together a really fun dance and did you and work with jennifer cross yes she was my stage mom in aida which is really cool since she's also singing the understudy for the governess. The coverness. The coverness. Yeah. So I'm Miles' opening cast on the 13th of October, the 17th of October, the 24th of October, and the 27th of October. I'm seeing Miles' broadcast cast, and I'm singing on the 14th, the 20th, and the 26th of October. Last but certainly not least, the very lovely Soraya Moffey, who is going to be singing the role of Flora. Hi, I'm Soraya Moffey, and I'm making my Seattle Opera debut in Benjamin Britten's The Turn of the Screw. And this is actually um, my second time in Seattle. I was here last year with the symphony, so it's great to be back. And you might have guessed from my accent that I am not from America. I'm, in fact, from Manchester in the north of England. So it's really exciting for me to be making my debut singing Benjamin Britten as he's a real part of the tapestry of music in England. This production is super exciting because we have some really amazing projections going onto the stage and they are designed by the wonderful Adam Larson who actually designed projections for the concert I did um, with the Seattle Symphony last year which was a semi-stage production of Ravel's L'Enfant et le Sortiège where um, a little boy's been naughty and all the animals and his toys come to life and I played the armchair and had a little dance. I played a shepherdess, a bat, and a screech owl. So, uh, Marcy, you were a young artist uh, here at Seattle Opera, is that right? Yes, that's correct. I was. And have you, I imagine you've performed with Seattle Opera a few times then? It's been a few years, yes. So I have a few roles that you might have seen me in. I've done two different productions of Ariadne of Naxos actually one as a young artist and one in the main stage and um, since that's one of my favorite roles uh, that's one that I like to mention
What about you? This is my second role. This Seattle is your second Opera. role. Yeah, okay. I moved to Seattle with my wife in 2015. She yeah. played with the ballet orchestra for several, year, several years and now is playing with the symphony, which is exciting. She'll be playing all the other operas this year, except for this one, because uh. this is a chamber opera with a very small ensemble. Right. My first opera here was last season, which was actually this year. It was Ferrando and Così fan tutte. done uh, several other times at you know little crappy houses like the Met and <laughs> Frankfurt. Ah, well, you know, you got to start somewhere. No, uh, yeah, that's that's one of my favorite roles. I really love that piece. And now Raffi and I would like to read you a poem called "The Second Coming" by William Butler Yeats. Turning and turning in the widening gyre. The falcon cannot hear the falconer. Things fall apart. The center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. The blood-dimmed tide is loosed. And everywhere, the, the ceremony, ceremony of, of innocence, innocence is drowned. The best lack all conviction. While the worst are full of passionate intensity. Surely some revelation is at hand. Surely the second coming is at hand. The second coming. Hardly are those words out when a vast image out of Spiritus Mundi troubles my sight. Somewhere in the sands of the desert, a shape with lion body and the head of a man, a gaze blank and pitiless as the sun, is moving its slow thighs. While all about it real shadows of the indignant desert birds. The darkness drops again. But now I know that twenty centuries of stony sleep were vexed to nightmare by rocking cradle. And what rough beast, its hour come round at last, slouches towards Bethlehem to be born. Fifteen minutes till the start of this evening's rehearsal. So a little peek behind the scenes here. <laughs> uh, that was our 15-minute call to our third to last rehearsal. Yeah, we're just cranking them out. Because cool. we've got those two miles as we have to fit in. Yeah, so we're going to give each them. of them a night. We're doing, I think, seven performances of this in a period of about two weeks. We have opening yes. night on Saturday night, followed by a matinee on Oof. Sunday, about yeah. eight hours later, uh, which is pretty rare in opera land. That's true. Uh, is this an opera that lends itself to uh, being sung day after day for you? For me, in particular, the role of Miss Jessel is not so overextending that I can't do it day after day. In fact, there have been a couple of times where we've had to run the rehearsal twice in one day, or we've run the opera twice in one day, and I've been, I could have done it three, four, you know, kept going. We were talking the other day, I sing a lot of Mozart, and yes. you're on stage pretty much the whole time in right. Mozart, singing for like four hours, and this show is about 90 to 100 minutes long, and I sing for maybe 
15 minutes yeah on we, stage maybe 20 or 25 so man let's let's broadway this thing we do seven shows <laughs> in a week that's it let's do eight shows we'll do one in the parking lot for dick's burgers oh good idea if i just go sing at dick's i wonder how many free burgers i yeah, get skip the middleman of actual money and just sing for my supper yeah oh i've done that many a time really olive garden i can see it in your eyes uh, no, there was an Italian restaurant. I feel like it was in Ohio at a billion years ago when I was an undergrad. What was the name of that place? But it macaroni was Macaroni like, Grill? Oh, yeah, maybe it was Macaroni Grill. I worked at a Macaroni Grill in Orange County and like sang the half of a verse of O Sole Mio that I know like a handful of times. Didn't get tipped. That quit that's and then they went out of business definitely. so i delivered that. pizza did you really yeah and i definitely did not sing for anybody when i was doing that so i hope you've enjoyed the seattle opera turn of the screw podcast here with uh, our different cast members this is ben bliss and marcy stonikas and we'll see you at the opera